0: Welcome to Set Apart for God where we learn the word of God and how to apply it to our everyday life. Our host Bunolone Vondo is a faith teacher. She wants to teach you how to grow closer to God and live a spiritual life. Enjoy today's episode. good day beloveds welcome to another episode i hope you are blessed today so i just want to follow up with this episode because we spoke about the will of the father and in that we spoke about the kingdom of god so many of us we don't understand that salvation is given by grace however the kingdom of god needs to be inherited so many people are like no we're going to heaven no the kingdom of god is ours yes in a sense you are going to heaven in a sense the kingdom of god is yours but you need to inherit it it is not just given it is given through salvation but It requires you to do your part to inherit it because the one thing that was stopping us from inheriting the kingdom of God has been removed, which is sin, the punishable death. the punishment for sin is death, right? So we know we don't have to be dead anymore, die because of our sin anymore because Jesus already did that. But now we need to work for this kingdom by what? By doing certain things that are aligned to God and that has nothing to do with you don't qualify. It's things that each and every person can qualify for. It's just what you need to teach yourself, what you need to deny yourself, what you need to uh, uh, um, choose in your life are you gonna obey God obey your flesh and still continue remember that salvation is that our eyes are open and we've been set free from the yoke that Jesus Satan had around us and now we are yoked with Jesus right the domination of the evil one is no longer applicable so we need to understand that that is what gives us the opportunity to inherit the kingdom of god so i would like to read this verse for you it's first corinthians 6 verse 9 first corinthians 6 verse 9 reads as this or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God so this is Paul and he wrote his first letter to the church of the Corinth right we know that these people were formerly Gentiles and um, unbelievers non-believers they were not originally Jews and through Paul's missionary work and ministry they had to they found Jesus because Jesus was sent for everyone right so now Paul is sending them this letter as their spiritual uh, leader their apostle their um, yeah their mentor anything like that okay so he's the one that started this church and he's teaching them and he says do you not know that the righteous will unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God so what this is telling us is that the kingdom of God needs to be inherited right you need to inherit it people who inherit are people that have the 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 right to the inheritance which is normally people that are descendants children right to be a child of god is not because you were made in His image john speaks of this in first john to be the child of god you must understand that you need to die to your flesh and sin and stop doing the works of the enemy when you do the works of satan you are the child of satan so to be an heir with christ you need to be like christ that's the only way right so paul is saying that there will be people who will not inherit this kingdom of god it's not for everyone who are these people unrighteous people. So that's why God's will is that we seek His righteousness. And a lot of people confuse this with Jesus' righteousness that we got. Jesus' righteousness is what is allowing us to pray and God hears our prayers because we have His righteousness. Without His righteousness, we wouldn't even be able to come near the Father. Okay, but now we need to seek the Father's will which is uh, his righteousness. And this is doing what is right by God. That's following his commandments. That's dying to what satisfy your flesh and setting your eye on the things of the spirit. Okay, so now let's read further. Do not be deceived. Hmm, what? Do not be deceived. So Paul is telling us that it's easy that we can be deceived. And a lot of us are not decei- are, are deceived. So he's warning us against deception. So it's not just a, a, a paragraph or I mean a line, a sentence that's there, a few words that Paul just wanted to add. It's a serious thing that is happening. So he's telling us that do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, Nor the idolaters nor adulterers nor men who did participate in homosexuality nor thieves nor the greedy nor the drunkard drunkards nor the revilers nor the swindlers will inherit the kingdom of god you know so my beloveds paul is telling us that there are people that are not righteous that will be doing right uh, uh uh things that are not right by god right? He's telling us they will not receive the kingdom. But he's saying, do not be deceived to think only these people will not inherit the kingdom of God. The list does not end here. There's more he's saying to us. He's saying those that are in sexual immorality, please go and look for the episode where I talk about sexual immorality. So you can understand that that act, that thought, That word, the speech that you use, that is part of sexual immorality immorality can cost you God's kingdom, right? Being an adulterer can cost you God's kingdom, right? That's very, very sad that it doesn't have to be like that. But many of us do not understand the scripture. We don't read the scriptures for ourselves. We go to church and then nowadays pastors, not all of them, but they sugarcoat. They don't tell you this. They tell you love God and do right. How will you do right when you don't even know what is wrong? Right? And then he says, do not... Um, people who are I, nor the idolaters... Idolaters are people who worship idols. And we need to be careful today to think that idols are still those figurines um, or figures carved out of wood or made out of a stone or gold or anything like that. We participate in idolatry without seeing. We idolatrize our cars, our possessions, our relationships, our jobs. They are your God. Idolatry is saying that there's another God for you, not the father in heaven, right? It can be someone, it can be something that you worship as though they were God. You love your car so much you don't want to take time for anything. You love your soccer team so much you don't want to take time for anything. You love yourself so much that it takes your time away from God. And this is part of the Ten Commandments where God says, "You shall not, you shall have no other gods." Okay. So when check your life to see, are you part of idolatry? Are you an idolater or what? Okay, and if you are, change your life. Change your life because you will lose the kingdom of God. And then he says, no man participating in sexual homosexuality, I mean, no man who practice sexual homosexuality. We know that the Bible emphasizes men a lot just like the book of proverbs speak of a son a lot that does not mean it does not apply to women it's just that the bible in the time it was written it was quite patriarchal men were more influential more men were more uh uh, uh, seen or respected or you know a woman was not that (laughs) That seen, not God, but people, the way they spoke, the way they did things. All right. So now it's saying men who practice sexually or homosexuality. Then it continues, nor thieves. It doesn't say thieves who rob the bank, who rob companies. You can steal a simple thing from someone. You can steal a t-shirt from a shop. You can steal your sister's thing and hide it. Your brother's thing and hide it. Simple things like that. They still uh, fall under this, right? So we must stop measuring sin. Nor the greedy. Imagine the greedy. Hmm? and we are focused on oh no uh at least i am not a murderer at least i'm not homosexual at least we measure soon to make ourselves feel better but it says the greedy having an excessive desire or appetite for things of the world <laughs> right you just want money you 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 just want things you know you are so greedy with food you are greedy with wealth you are greedy with power you are greedy with possessions that's greed it doesn't mean it's only people that are rich that don't want to share money you can be an average person but be greedy greedy that you just want for you for you for you for you you don't want to share you don't believe other people need it's just for you right and imagine because you just didn't want to share. You just want everything for yourself. You lose the kingdom of God. Imagine you lose the kingdom of God. And there's a chance that in everything you try to do your things right. But this is the one thing that you're struggling with. Then it says, "Nor the drunkards. Oh, a lot of people are not going to be happy with me. No, the drunkards. We don't want to talk about this just as much we don't want to talk about sexual sin. A person who habitually drinks. It's a habit. When every Friday you just feel like drinking, it's a habit. Whether it's for joy or fun, whether when you are drunk, you don't really swear people, you sing, you dance. You are drinking habitually. It's part of your habit. You do it often very often right so i'm also using just um a definition that to to tell you these words so you can understand that what is it to be drunkard to be a drunkard it's not a one sort thing it's a habit that you struggle with right um and and my beloveds, i want you to understand that we need to change our minds about the way we see sin the way we see unrighteousness because we think oh well it's good for me oh well i'm comfortable with it oh well it's not that deep (laughs) we say that oh well it's 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 not that deep bonola it's not that deep i'm just having fun i'm just doing this and this is exactly what Paul is talking about, right? And he says also, those that will not inherit the kingdom of God are revilers. Revilers. Revilers is someone who speaks abusively hmm, of another person or things. Someone who speaks abusively to another person or something. Imagine. 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 Every time you open your mouth, you are abusive. You break a person. Verbal abuse is what we call it in the known term. People that are verbally abusive that think, oh well, that's just how I speak, I'm just blunt. You're verbally abusive. Imagine, did you know that you will forfeit the kingdom of God because of that? Is it really worth it to forfeit the kingdom of God because of your mouth, because you can't speak right, because you can't choose your words. You, you, you break someone else. Hmm? Wow. Then the last one, Paul said the swindlers. There's a person who uses deception to deprive someone else of money or possessions. Scammers, corn artists. right? We might think it's something small, but it's not. God doesn't like it because you are destroying lives. You are defrauding people. You are lying to people. You are misleading them to get their possessions. And we think it's, nah, it's petty crime. It doesn't matter, right? Some of us, we do it to our loved ones. You know, we use deception to get what we want. We trick them in giving them giving us what we want. We use words to get, deceive them. Hmm. Right? We are depriving them of money. We are depriving them of possessions. Wow. That they they need. We cheat them. We trick them. We defraud them. And we think, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that deep. Some of us, we have jobs in our jobs. We, we, we take bribery just to give someone something quickly. A moment act can cost you eternity. It can cost you the kingdom of God that you don't inherit it. Right? And then when we read verse 11, he says, And such were some of you. So Paul is saying that, The Corinthians, the people is talking to you, the one that has found Christ. That's how you were before. Meaning, when you come to Christ, you shouldn't be like that anymore. Because he was talking about other people. Because why am I saying he's talking about other people? He said, as you were, right? As some of you were. You were like that. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God. You need to understand, my beloved, that when you follow Jesus, when you receive salvation, when you confess that Jesus is your Lord, he's the one that came to save you from sin. He's the one that took away the death penalty. He's the one that took away the curses. You need to understand that you've been washed. Therefore, you are sanctified. You are justified. You are pure. You are born again of the spirit of God. So you cannot continue living this way. I hope you will change your life today. Repent, pray to Jesus as forgiveness. Repent, seek the ways of God. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. It is possible. Don't lose your opportunity. Don't lose what salvation brought you because you cannot say no, you cannot obey. Right? Let's all strive for the kingdom of God so we can inherit it. In Jesus' name, I bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening. Remember Bunolo is also a spiritual life coach. To book your session, follow the link in the description.